This episode of the Insurance Coffee House is sponsored by Insurance Search. Insurance Search provides executive recruitment services to insurance companies and brokers in the UK and across the United States. Visit insurance-search.com for more details. The Insurance Coffee House, the place where you get to meet and learn from some of the most successful insurance business leaders from across the world. Hosted by Nick Hoadley, CEO of Insurance Search. Welcome to the Insurance Coffee House Global Insure Tech Series. My name is Nick Hoadley, and each week I'm going to be interviewing a leading insure tech executive to find out more about the technology opportunities that are there for the insurance industry, whether that's for brokers, carriers, or direct to policyholders. And I'll also be looking at and exploring the different career opportunities available for people from within the insurance industry. So please join me each week as we learn more and we discover what advice they have for insurance leaders looking to make that move into an insure tech or a startup business. Today, I'm joined by Dax Craig, who is the co-founder and president at Pi Insurance based in the United States. Welcome to the show, Dax. Thank you. Very appreciative of the opportunity to be here. Dax, the pleasure is all ours. We're really looking forward to hearing from you today and finding out more about Pi Insurance. Before we do, though, would you mind sharing with us a little bit more about your personal background and career and what led to you finding Pi? And second of all, that that all-important question, your go-to coffee of choice at the start of the day, Dax. Great. Well, let me tell you a little bit about my background. I am I am a classic serial entrepreneur. Pi is the third company I have founded. First company uh, was in grad school uh, in the wireless business, built that company, sold it. And then my second business, a company called Valon Analytics, built and sold that. And Valon is particularly germane to uh, the Pi story. Valon, we were uh, helping primarily commercial insurance companies price and underwrite better using sophisticated analytics and uh, data. Uh, we built consortium databases. In doing that at Valon, I uh, saw a real opportunity to change the game from from the inside rather than the outside. Frankly, got pretty frustrated with trying to work with insurance companies, helping them a- a- adopt uh, the use of data and analytics for their for their own benefit. And, and how slow it was and, and how uh, limited their abilities to, to adopt these technologies were. And so I decided to, to take the plunge into changing the insurance market from the inside rather than the outside, sold, uh, sold Valon, and then uh, started Pi with, with John Swaggart uh, to, to change how commercial insurance companies uh, actually do business uh, and, and do that in the workers' compensation market for small businesses in particular. Brilliant. Brilliant. So Dax, so you've been an entrepreneur your whole career, but mm-hmm. to sound like, I'd say probably slightly against the grain of things, it still seems like quite a smooth journey there, <laughs> a gradual journey. I'm sure it was probably very different in real life, but was Pi quite a natural succession to your previous business? No, no, it, 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 it wasn't. Going for, I've, I've been a tech entrepreneur my my whole life, always in the tech business, always selling to enterprises, uh, in particular insurance with my last company, Valon. And 
to start an insurance company is is quite hard. It is a lot harder to start an insurance company than it is a technology company or a software business because the capital requirements, the regulatory environment makes it super challenging. So it was not straightforward. It was not easy. And it's a different mindset. You know, insurance is a balance sheet business. When you're in the technology and software world, you don't really worry about the balance sheet other than can you make payroll uh, and can you pay you know your lease? Not not worried about protecting the balance sheet, um, you know from from loss. Okay, great. Thank, thanks for that, Dax. I think that's really interesting. Could you tell me a little bit more about the journey and and how you set up Pi Insurance? Sure. Well, I want to go back to you asked a question about the coffee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to make sure I answer that question. I drink Nespresso fabulous little coffee thing um that every morning so the the journey from to create pie and to sort of how how we got here mm. in um in 2016 i had a mutual investor with john swagger white mounds insurance they were an investor in Ballon analytics and also previously owned insurance john was chief marketing officer and white mountains approached the two of us about starting a business that we could, you know, leverage some of the know-how I had created at Valen and the know-how John had created at Insurance. We uh, we got together, uh, did not know each other previously, and hit it off. Immediately had very similar thoughts about insurance, very similar thoughts about the use of technology, use of data, analytics, and how we thought commercial insurance in particular was just broken. Um, not from a distribution standpoint, but from the actual carrier standpoint, how carriers went about doing their business. And we had a real alignment on our values. Our core values were so similar. It made for a great partnership. And so we decided to uh, get together and start Pi. The team at White Mountains was very supportive from the beginning. That team eventually spun out into serious, uh, serious uh, group. Um, which was recently merged into uh, Third Point Re. Uh, so now it's called Serious Point. But that founding team uh, really included the Serious Group as well. They provided our balance sheet capital, which which helped tremendously. Uh, we formed Pi as an MGA, and then got a partnership with Valen, my prior company, to leverage their data and analytics capabilities. Essentially, doing what uh, I had been trying to get insurance companies to do for, for a long, long time. And then we raced uh, venture capital and uh, off to the races. Brilliant. And how's the business doing at the moment? Where are you on that journey as we speak right now? So we started the business in 2017 and started selling work comp insurance to small businesses in 2018. So we've, we've been at this just over three years. Uh, we have grown significantly. We're just under 300 uh, employees who we call pioneers. Pie puns are uh, endless at Pi. Dax, I've got to ask, are you the Pied Piper? <laughs> A little bit. I would say John and I both are Pied Pipers. <laughs> and we've we've grown to an annualized uh, run rate of over $185 million in premium. And we've increased our, our customer base, you know, over 85%. So we are we are growing incredibly fast. Uh, we operate in 30 
six states and one territory, DC, and looking to continue growing. Great. And it sounds like an exceptional partnership bringing your experience in technology and, and working with insurance companies with your co-founder who's more from a pure insurance basis. What have you designed or what have you built there which you feel differentiates from the traditional insurance carrier market? Yeah, that's a, a great question. In the data at Valen, well, I could see that small businesses were systematically overcharged and and underserved. And let me hit the underserved part first. Many, many commercial insurance companies in the US will will not insure a business that's under $10,000 in premium. As you can imagine, when you look at the data, that's most of them. And so those companies get, get ignored. I'll give you a quick example. Our very first customer uh, was a, a flat concrete worker, had several employees, and he had just been received a notice of cancellation from his prior insurer, not because he had claims, not because he had bad results, but because he was under $10,000, literally. And so we were able to uh, provide him uh, work comp insurance for under $8,000. So he saved money as well. Uh, and, and that uh, company is still with us. Um, it's just a perfect example of what this, the market was, was ignoring these small business owners. And we could see in the data that I mean, it was over 70% of these small businesses on a risk price basis were overcharged by as much as 30%. Problem that the insurance carriers had was they, they didn't have the conviction that they could actually write these small businesses because they thought it was, you know, well, I got to predict where lightning is striking. Mm-hmm. And they also were, were using human beings to do everything. And so when you write a $1,000 workers' comp policy and you're using people, you lose money because it costs more than that to, to, to actually deliver the, the policies. And so they, they shied away from these small policies because they didn't have the technology, they didn't have the automation, they didn't have the analytics that could tell them you know, how to price these, these smaller businesses. And so that's what gave us you know, real comfort that we were doing something uh, that the market was not. Awesome. So if you're a small business owner and you've got several employees, but you're paying under $10,000 a year, you might be paying, like you said, $8,000, but getting either no coverage because people won't insure you or you're getting very poor customer service. And actually for that small business, an $8,000 isn't, isn't a small amount of money. You know, they expect to, to get some sort of service for that. That's so right. is, that, is that something that you feel that, that you provide there? Yeah, I mean, we we work, we we have multi-channel distribution. And so we work with traditional agents and brokers. We work direct. So some businesses will want to deal directly with their insurance company. And we have a number of those. It's, it's, it's a growing segment of our business, but it's actually quite small compared to traditional agents and brokers. And then we have uh, third-party API connections where we're connected technologically together. The service issue is super interesting because even agents and brokers, they can't really service these small businesses either. And so they tend to gravitate towards middle market and higher businesses because they can they can honestly make more money there. But when you give them an easy way to work with small businesses, you make it super simple and fast. 
Now, all of a sudden, the agents and brokers can service these small businesses in ways that are compelling. We're actually hearing anecdotally that our agency partners, uh, many of them have now been able to target small businesses and are growing, you know, even in the face of COVID, 10 to 20% because of pie, because it's so much easier to service these small businesses. Brilliant. So it's great benefit for the broker as well, not just for the workers' comp. They can get in on the workers' comp, but then look at the rest of their policy exactly. off the back of it. Brilliant. Dax, I'd love to get your thoughts and opinion on what you see as the insurance market developing and, and changing over the next couple of years? Yeah, great question. Um, the the insurance market, I'll talk about US because that's where I'm most familiar, I think is going to change. I don't think it's going to change rapidly just because the the companies that most of the companies that work in the US are, are large and it's hard to turn a battleship quickly. If you look at the insure techs, the other insure techs and us, you know, we're we're speedboats and we can adapt very quickly to the market. And we're growing so fast that we are actually having an impact. Where I think if you had asked most insurance company executives five years ago if insure techs would have a meaningful impact on the business, they'd say no. Mm. Now I think they're all reconsidering that answer and saying, wow, we actually need to change we need to change our approach. We need to change how we view the market and how we view our customers because insurtechs are successful. We are making an impact and we're growing pretty substantially. The thing that all of the insurtechs have in common is that we work from the customer backwards. And when you have that mindset, you just do everything differently. Work from the customer, not necessarily the agent, the customer. The person that's paying the bills, the person that has injured workers or has a house that gets damaged or, or whatever it is, how do we make their life better? And, and if you use technology to do that, the whole industry will change. And so I believe that um, the mindset we have as insurtechs in particular pie will actually change how large companies, it's just going to take them a while. I don't think they're going to go away. Like, I think it's a ridiculous statement to say, well, Travelers is going to go away. That's just ridiculous. Of course, they're not going to go away. You know, these are good companies. They just, they operate slowly and it'll take them time to change. I do think that the small mutual insurance companies, I think they're going to have a hard time competing. I think they're going to have a hard time as this market consolidates. And I think it's going to consolidate around axes of technology and data. The more data you have, the stronger pricing and, and underwriting you can have. The more technology you use to deliver the products to your customers, the better and faster and cheaper you're going to make it. And some of these mutual insurance companies just do not have the means to keep up with that kind of innovation. Thanks, Dax. That's great insight there. And it brings us very nicely onto our espresso round now. <laughs> The questions are short, sharp and straight to the point. I, I know you like your Nespresso. We're big fans of Nespresso as well in the coffee house. So if anyone's listening from there and wants to uh, send any machines across to us or beans for your <laughs> plug, uh, we would both be grateful, I'm sure. Are you uh, ready for the Espresso round, Dax? Of course. The Espresso round. Dax, uh, start off with what percentage of your employees are from an insurance background compared to 
non-insurance background? So this is a fascinating question. Um, I'll be quick. It's uh, about 35%. We hire non-insurance people, lots of them, obviously. Uh, we hire people that have the right mindset, uh, whether they're from insurance or not. Great stuff. And what do you think, looking at that 35% who are from an insurance background, what do you think someone who's had a successful career insurance, what sort of value can they bring to your business? Well, they can bring tremendous value. They have knowledge and experience that uh, we need and we can leverage to help our technology people understand insurance. That's a, that's a super important trait. Technology people don't know the business and insurance is super complicated. Uh, and so we need them to, uh, to help. Absolutely. What would you say are the personalities that best suit working for, for Pi Insurance? They have to be amazingly curious, curious about everything. Why would you do it that way? That seems kind of dumb is a great thing to say at Pi. We don't want to break things just to break them, but we want to break them when they're they don't make sense. And so we want people that are super curious and ask questions about why, 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 why do we do it this way? Do we have to do it that way? So I suppose when you are bringing someone out of the insurance industry, that's very important that they have that mindset and not a mindset of this is how I did things at the insurance company. This is how we've always done things there. That's right. It's question everything. It's. I'll give you a quick example. In commercial underwriting, you hear things like, oh, we don't like commercial plumbers. <laughs> okay, why? And often the answer is, I don't know. Or I got, you know, a commercial plumber burned me 20 years ago, and so I don't write them anymore. Well, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's like, that's a ridiculous statement yeah. uh, to make, because of course there are good commercial plumbers. What opportunities do you provide there to high-performing talent? So we are a high performance culture. Uh, so we look for high performers. We're not looking for C students. We're looking for people that are, are really trying to grow and progress and drive change. And as I said, curious. The opportunities at a company like Pyre, it's, it's actually pretty amazing how fast we've grown and how often our employees come in in customer success, and then they see an opening in underwriting, and so they move to underwriting. They've never done underwriting before in their life, but a pie, they can they can move to underwriting. We're very comfortable with that, or they can move from underwriting to product management. And I'm not talking about insurance product management, I'm talking about technology product management, and then flex their product uh, management skills. And when you're growing as fast as we're growing, we have to hire additional managers, right? Teams get too big. And so we hire a manager. Where do we hire from? Internal. Uh, almost all of our management team has come from inside uh, the business. Not all, obviously, but but a, a great majority has come. From. And so as we continue to grow, right, you come in at one level, it could be two months and already you've been moved up because we're growing so fast, we need additional additional talent. We very much believe in um, helping our, our employees grow. So we provide a ton of coaching, external, internal coaching, a lot of learning development opportunities. Um, if people have an idea of, hey, I've got this opportunity to go to some seminar, 
we send them. There's always learning opportunities and we want people to move around the company so they get, you know, unique experiences in different places. They they understand the whole business as they continue to move up in the, the organization. It sounds like a great opportunity and very wide ranging opportunities there. I think sometimes when we're speaking to insurance professionals who are looking at technology companies or insure tech businesses, they think it's quite a narrow stream from where they've gone from. <laughs> if it's obviously going from a very large company to a smaller enterprise. But it actually seems like there's a lot of flexibility and a lot of bandwidth there, actually, to increase your skills, increase your learning, and actually a lot wider opportunity than maybe they would be traditional insurance company. Yeah, because we're, we're looking at how you solve problems, not necessarily what you did. Um, so we're looking at people that can solve problems in unique and, and valuable ways, and so that that that's what we want. That's the curiosity. It's it's you know people from traditional insurance companies that are frustrated at the pace of change. Pi is a perfect place because the whole company is built on the premise of frustration with yeah. the pace of change, uh, and so we're just pushing super hard um, to make you know big changes. And it and it's if you think about the customer like. How does the customer benefit from this? We're going to do it. We're, we're just flat out going to do it. That's just a different mindset. Certainly is. What can be the frustrations looking at it from the other side with candidates or, or people come approaching your business look, looking to to work there? What are some of the things you see missing or lacking when they come from the insurance industry? Yeah, it's it's a good question. The predominant thing we see people coming from insurance is well this is the way it's always been done even though maybe that's not the most efficient way to do it and so if you're comfortable in a setting whether it's underwriting or claims or or or, or whatever even accounting and you're not willing to change how you think about things in a super modern way of doing your job or your role you'll be super frustrated the other thing that's that's uh, fascinating to watch is the pace at which we move. We operate at at a speed that is, un, I just think it's unheard of inside the insurance industry. Mm. And so we talk to people in the interviewing process about how fast we move and how fast we make decisions and how fast we spin up projects and test and we're, we're test and learn all the time. And people think they get it. And then they come to Pi and they're like, oh my God, this moves so fast. I'm doing 10 times the work that I used to do at my old job. I'm, it's not because I'm working 10 times harder. I'm just getting 10 times as much done as I could at my old job. And that is pretty shocking to some people, yeah. uh, especially coming from yeah. you know, some of the, the sleepier mutual companies. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But it sounds like it, it comes with an awful, awful lot of opportunity with someone with a with the right mindset. Dax, we're, we're almost at the end of the espresso round now, but I'd like to finish off by asking you if there are insurance executives or leaders out there now who are considering a move to an insurance tech business, what, what should they be doing in order to make that transition a successful switch? First, look inside. Are you frustrated with the pace? Are you frustrated with how things are done? Do you want to actually work with customers? And if those things are true, then, you know, in, at Pi in particular, we, 
We have so many job openings. We're looking for people and you don't have to live in one of our cities necessarily. So we're, we're very open and flexible by location. And I'm sure the other insure techs are very similar. I, I don't know specifically, but we all have, you know, literally among us, there's there's probably hundreds and hundreds of, of openings. And if you if you think you can operate at the pace we operate and you want to make a real difference, then you should check out Pi or, or an InsureTech. If uh, if you're super comfortable with what you're doing and you don't want to take the the risk that you may not make it, you know, Pi is probably not a great place. Sounds like the uh, the challenge is set down there, Dax, and I'm sure our, our listeners will respond appropriately. Dax, uh, thanks so much for your time today. I've really enjoyed speaking to you and finding out more about Pi Insurance. Before we leave, do you have one piece of closing advice for our listeners and if they do want to reach out to you uh, how would they go about reaching out to you after the show yeah a piece of advice for listeners is to open up your mind to to change and and doing things differently and if if you've done that uh, and you want to reach out to me directly linkedin is the best place and my LinkedIn, Dax Craig, two of us, but uh, I'm the one at Pi Insurance. That's the best way. Or certainly uh, if any of our job openings interest you, you know, apply, apply there. Thanks, Dax. And we'll be sure to post your the correct LinkedIn profile for you oh, on the show notes. And also we'll, we'll, we'll put a nice link there as well to the, the website and the, the careers page for you Dax thank you so much for your time today really appreciate hearing from you I'm sure our listeners would have gained a lot from what you've had to say so thanks very much thank you Nick appreciate that appreciate the opportunity to be on the show awesome awesome and to all the insurance and insurtech leaders listening today wherever you are in the world we thank you for joining us and I'm sure you would have gained a lot of insightful advice and learnings from Dax today if you do enjoy the show please be sure to leave us a review And always remember to subscribe and download our podcast so that you get each one of our episodes into your app each week. Till next time, I've been Nick Hoadley. This has been the Insurance Coffee House Global InsureTech Series. Take care. You've been listening to the Insurance Coffee House with Nick Hoadley. Join us next time to hear more insights and inspiring success stories to help you become a better insurance business leader. Available to download or subscribe now.